And welcome to the Online Arbitrage Podcast. Today I am going to be talking repricing with Profit Protector Pro and the six common mistakes that sellers make. So repricing with Profit Protector Pro means you already have the edge. The methods the algorithms use are too fast for most sellers and repricers to keep up with. The AI supercharges repricing so you barely have to you know, lift a finger to make any sales. The 24-7 of constant checking for millions of price changes, grabbing the buy box quickly and frequently and then increasing the price when you have it is very comforting for those repricing with Profit Protector Pro. Over the last couple of years, the PPP algorithms have boosted users' profits above the buy box by nearly £10 million thanks to this tactic. It also has a positive impact on the likelihood of price tanking on listings that PPP is active on. Plus, as a repricer, Profit Protector Pro really is plug and play, with most users choosing to employ one or more of the dozen unique algorithmic strategies that are ready to go from the off. Despite this, there are some common mistakes that sellers make when using it to manage their pricing and boost their profits. Like all tools, Profit Projector Pro needs the right information and handling to be the most effective for you. It's the simplest repricer to set up and easier than ever now, but what might you get wrong when using it to make your business more profitable? So I'm going to talk you through six common mistakes that sellers make. So first of all, we have setting the wrong minimum and maximum ranges. There are several ways that sellers repricing with Profit Protector Pro could get this wrong. In fact, it's true of any repricer. Not getting the range right will cause one or more of any of the problems, you know, such as you won't get the buy box, it might be you that's causing the price to tank, your listing might get suspended, your selling rights could be put in jeopardy, or you're not giving Profit Protector Pro the room to do its job. Some of these can cause you serious issues or, and, you know, at best cost you sales and profit. There are some ways to make sure you're getting this right, though, and one of those is all done by Profit Protector Pro. If you use Bible Pro to analyse ASINs, then the Automate Min and Max feature will minimise the risk of getting yours wrong. You can still use it if you don't use Bible Pro, but you will need accurate break-even, ROI data and current buy box in order to make the most of it. Using the break-even ROI or buy box as a benchmark for your minimum and maximum prices means your, your item can dynamically move as the price does. You need to make sure you protect yourself with the minimum price so that it doesn't you know, drop below your break-even level. But you can easily manage that with the automate min and max feature. If you prefer to manage your mins and maxes yourself, then you're protected by Profit Protector Pro, not letting you reprice until you have them entered. But let's talk about some basic principles that you should stick to. So make sure your minimum price is competitive in order to make sales. Set your minimum at the least at the lowest price that you will accept. Don't set your max too high. Bible Pro's max sold price is really, really, you know, really helpful. And that's kind of to use as a guide. And also give Profit Protector Pro room to move. So give the AI several pounds or dollars or euros space to have maximum impact on the listing. Most importantly, make sure your minimum price is set so that you can make a profit. This is a more common mistake that sellers make than you would expect. And if there was one rule to stick to with mins and maxes, it's that make sure your minimum price is a price that you can still make a profit at. Setting your minimum and maximum price on a listing might well only need to be done once, so just make sure that you get it right. Number two, using the same strategy for every listing. So what you get when repricing with Profit Protector Pro over virtually all other reprices is a huge range of ready-to-go strategies. So it can seem overwhelming to use to those kind of used to other reprices. They've all been given appropriate names, so there's the kind of easy to follow. And there's a really simple guide that shows how they move from sales focused to profit focused. All of them achieve both, but with varying focus depending on how aggressive you want to get. So the mistake the sellers repricing with PPP make 
in regards to strategies. It's very easy to get comfortable with one or two strategies, even setting a default that you apply to every new listing, but there are a lot of missed opportunities left behind by maintaining that approach. The default settings main purpose is for you to quickly set up a preferred strategy for any new listing, particularly useful when using the Chrome extension or Bible Pro's integration. When you're reviewing your inventory to see how different listings are performing, we'd really recommend making the most of the range of algorithmic strategies at your disposal. All of the strategies are included in your subscription so you know make sure you're getting your money's worth you're likely to have invested in deals with an idea of whether they're going to be quick sellers or slow burners so make sure you set up their repricing with that in mind so for example for slow burners consider the more passive strategies like hybrid profit harvester when there isn't a lot of competition try taking a balanced approach if there are lots of sellers decide to hold back with something passive or attack with an aggressive strategy with hopefully fast sellers get a bit more aggressive with balanced sales accumulator or aggressive sales generator. The former will ensure you aren't losing profit by pricing too aggressively, whilst the latter will go for the buy box more regularly. Both will still drive the price up when it does get the buy box. There are so many options for repricing with PPP that there's kind of no excuse for using just one strategy. Get accustomed to what the various strategies can do and implement them across your inventory. We've even set up some rules-based, you know, non-algorithmic ones if you want something more one-dimensional or you're just used to them from other reprices. But we bet once you go algorithmic, you won't go back. Moving on to the next thing, so changing strategy too frequently. So while we would highly advise not being stuck on one or two strategies for your inventory, you'll not always get the best out of the AI if you change strategies too often. So the AI is super clever, but it will need a few hours at least to learn the pattern of behaviour on a listing. There's a lot of dynamic movement, especially on competitive listings, and Profit Protector Pro will act quicker than other sellers in repricing, but you need to allow it the space and time to deliver. So in order to do what it does, you know, do what it says on the tin, Profit Protector Pro needs the room to get the buy box and push the price up. It will do that, but not if the strategy employed is tinkered with too often. It's almost kind of like a reset every time you do it. So you could lose valuable hours of effective repricing. Don't get me wrong, you're not necessarily going to see sales tank or anything like that because Profit Protector Pro acts too quickly for most of the competition anyway, but you will see better results by giving a strategy at least a few days to dig its teeth into a listing. One of the main reasons you probably subscribe to Profit Protector Pro is likely to be that you wanted a solution that meant you didn't have to get involved in the pricing of your inventory. If you get too involved, the AI won't settle in and get to work achieving those sales that you're employing it to do. It's kind of like micromanaging a member of staff. What's the point in employing someone if you're going to do most of it anyway? It's always important to be realistic over what sales you can, you can expect from any given listing. Using Bible Pro sale estimations or deciphering the charts, you can get a really good idea of what you know what an item sells. Getting impatient and switching strategy on a listing that sells 30 a month when you aren't making two or three sales a day is not going to get you more sales. The aggressive strategies are magical, but no magician can rustle up sales that just aren't there. So give them time to work. Number four. It's still strategy focus, but not picking the right strategy. So I've already touched on this a little bit, but going aggressive on a slow burning listing or passive on a highly competitive ASIN may not yield the sales that you'd hoped. It sounds simple, but it's a really common mistake that's made. In most cases, any of the strategies will make sales on a listing if the minimum maximum prices allow. But how many sales and crucially how much profit you will make on those sales will be impacted by the strategy that you choose. The basics of not reading the listing data correctly or simply accidentally choosing the wrong strategy will likely inversely affect your expected results. 
The middle ground strategies are likely to compete well on most listings. So things like the balanced sales accumulator and cautious sales enhancer will achieve sales and profit. If you're keen to keep it simple and select one or two strategies to manage your pricing, those two will serve you well. But for the more adventurous sellers or the experienced users who know what the other algorithmic strategies can achieve, picking the wrong one can have more impact on sales and profit. So the more extreme, aggressive and passive strategies have their place. So more competitive listings will often benefit from more aggressive strategies. Beating Amazon on a, list, on a listing may well be more likely with an aggressive approach. Slower sellers will benefit from more passive or balanced strategies. And if there are only a few sellers, a more passive tactic may help push that price higher. If you choose an aggressive strategy on a slower seller, especially if it has quite a few sellers, you are more likely to see the price drop, for example. A passive strategy on a high selling, medium to high competition listing will likely see you find the buy box less regularly. While these may be what you're aiming for, unlikely as it may seem to some, it is important to have a plan in mind for each listing that you hold. If you don't know what you want to achieve from a listing, for example, sell it quickly with less emphasis on profit or hold out and wait for prices to rise, then you are less likely to get satisfactory results. Like parts of a business, you need to establish goals first and that includes listing performance. What you expect will be largely driven by the analysis you've done when purchasing the ASIM, but it will often have to pivot during its lifetime. Set yourself a target or an expectation for your listings every time you purchase or review them. As you gain experience selling on Amazon and using Profit Protector Pro, you'll be able to pinpoint the exact strategy that any listing will require. Next one up, number five, getting too aggressive. So we all love the aggressive strategies, the aggressive sales generator, super aggressive dominator. Those repricing strategies are super effective. If it's sales you want, then they are the way to go. But there is a time and a place and a type of listing where these work most effectively. If you have listings with very little but aggressive competition, then it may not pay to act aggressively. This is a great example of using the more balanced or even passive strategies when an aggressive one might be an easy first instinct. Acting aggressively when the competition is also aggressive and reacting more slowly is likely to result in the price dropping. Acting in a more balanced way in this what is kind of a fairly common situation is likely to get the buy box regularly and push the price up. Aggressive sales generator will still get those sales and work to drive the price up. Using a strategy like cautious sales enhancer, however, will match the buy box at the very least and move the price up more subtly. There are many situations, far too many to list, whereby acting aggressively because there are lots of sales to be had isn't the best option. Consider what all of the strategies do when you have a listing to reprice. Getting super aggressive isn't the only way to make sales and it's super important to remember that. Then number six, getting your numbers wrong. So of course, this is true of any business decision. Without the correct data in hand, you can't make a good decision. And it's not just the mints and maxes that can cost you if you get it wrong. Profit Protector Pro makes it easy to make sure you're considering the right fees and costs, but you do need to make sure you've analysed ASINs with the right numbers. Take time to double check your numbers, so your buy price, your current shipping costs, because of course they can change, prep costs, all of the things that are going to cost you money. If your workflow includes making these checks, then great. It doesn't need to be a block of time to assess all of your inventory, but try and make it part of your routine. Most of you will check back periodically on your repricing, some of you very regularly, so glance over the data that you've used to review it. Does the buy price look correct? Easy with Bible Pro is it remembers what you've input when analysing. 
has Amazon increased shipping costs? Are you saving money on boxes or poly bags with a new supplier? Costs change, so make sure your settings do too. Profit Protector Pro is pretty foolproof. Getting into repricing doesn't get much easier, so any mistakes are likely to have minor impact or simply just changes in how a listing is behaving. All of the algorithmic strategies in Profit Protector Pro have the same remit, make sales and maximise profit. So whether your comfort zone is keeping a balanced head in business or you're kind of, you know, going all guns blazing, there will be something for your particular repricing strategy and needs. Sometimes, though, there's a little nuance to acting in the best interest of a listing. So assuming you are keeping top of your numbers, your mins and maxes fit what you're happy to sell for and you haven't got an inventory full of duds, the AI-powered strategies are nicely diverse enough to cover all manner of selling scenarios. Take heed of some of the mistakes we've addressed, all made by sellers in the past and present. If you take heed of them, you know that will definitely help you tighten up your repricing game. Repricing plays a vital role in the success of your business. If you have any questions, head to ProfitProtectorPro.com or email the support team at info at ProfitProtectorPro.com. Thanks for listening and I'll speak to you soon. The Online Arbitrage Podcast.